you guys can stop freaking out now. Tyler Van Dyke is not injured. You are locked on Canes, your daily podcast on the Miami Hurricanes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Monday, if there is such a thing. This one, this one might be legit because it's game week, finally. I am Alex Dono, your host, University of Miami alumnus, longtime South Florida sports radio vet and contributor to allhurricanes.com. And thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen. Shout out to the everydayers. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off your first purchase. So uh, people were uh, just panicked, like in my YouTube mentions and my X Twitter comments and on our subtext platform. Dono, what's going on with Tyler Van Dyke? I heard he's not going to play against Miami, Ohio. He's not ready. There were reports that came out on Sunday um, alleging that Tyler Van Dyke is nursing a finger injury uh, and that he's 50-50 against Miami, Ohio. That's not the case, at least not according to Mario Cristobal. Tyler Van Dyke is healthy, and he is going to play this Friday night. So you will have your starting quarterback to open up the season uh, in the epic Miami versus Miami battle. Here's what Mario Cristobal had to say today. By the way, I mentioned it is game week. And we had the reason why, uh, you know, this episode is coming so late today. Check out our morning episode with Jakari Brown, Isaiah Horton and Jalil Skinner. That was a lot of fun. But this episode is coming out so late today because around 3 p.m., Mario Cristobal, offensive coordinator Shannon Dawson and defensive coordinator Lance Guidry had their now weekly game week presser uh, for week one against Miami, Ohio. Uh, Mario Cristobal didn't even have to get asked about Tyler. He addressed it in the opening statement. He said, quote, Obviously, there's been a lot of buzz around Tyler Van Dyke and him being injured. Tyler has been practicing at full speed, Mario said. You guys be in the media, not me, but, you know, the collective, you guys, uh, even though I didn't do this, you guys reported something relative to him missing some days of practice and him and a couple of guys uh, were due to camp. So what Mario is saying is, but yeah, maybe in a practice or two, one of those closed sessions, because late in the week, the media was not invited to practice at the end of the week, that maybe Tyler did take it easy and get some time. But according to Cristobal, that was, you know, like a camp banged up thing. That's a term he likes to use, a maintenance thing. And that Tyler Van Dyke got a little, uh, you know, got to take it easy late in the week. But according to Mario, the reports about TVD having, you know, a serious enough injury that he may not play in the game this weekend. Rubbish. He, uh, according to Cristobal, that's just not the case. He says, Cristobal, about Tyler, he's 100% and has been practicing with our team. I know you guys like to write stuff, so there you have the stuff that you need, hopefully, he said. And a little bit more on the injury situation. And again, Tyler Van Dyke is not injured, so that means the Miami Hurricanes starting quarterback will be leading the offense on Friday night at 7 p.m. at Hard Rock Stadium. Cristobal was asked about the larger injury outlook, right? Because there, you know, there have been certain players uh, who have missed a little time in camp, right? We talked about them taking it a little easy on Elijah Arroyo, you know, coming off of, of his injury. And we know that at some point in the earlier days of camp, Chris Johnson, the freshman running back, missed a little bit of time, but he's been back the last couple of weeks full go for him. 
Cristobal says that basically the entire team, minus the guys who had surgery, um, you know, last season or, or during the offseason, are going to be ready to play. So Travante Citizen and Zion Nelson are the guys uh, for sure who are not going to be ready to play. And Cristobal, specifically on Zion Nelson, the left tackle, said he's going to be held out a little bit more. We expect him to be back, but not yet. Sounds like the staff doesn't want to rush him back, you know, until they're sure that he's ready. Because, you know, I think that they may have rushed him and a couple of other guys back uh, a couple times last season. And, you know, maybe that wasn't the best thing. You want to make sure he's fully healthy. Cristobal did say again, he does expect Zion Nelson to play at some point this season. Now, uh, when, when I was uh, on our subtext platform earlier and I was kind of typing while Mario was talking, uh, I, I got some of you guys excited because I thought Cristobal said that. Uh, Trevante Citizen would be ready by the second or third game, but he was actually talking about Jonathan Dennis, the offensive lineman, because he said their names like very close to one another. So Jonathan Dennis, a uh, reserve offensive lineman, sounds like he who has missed uh, some time in camp is going to be ready to go for the second or third game. We're going to have to likely wait a little longer for Trevante Citizen. Um, I want to see him really show out because he hasn't had a chance to do that yet as a Miami Hurricane. We all know the running back room is in pretty darn good shape, right? From Henry Parrish to A.J. Allen, who's just had an awesome camp. Mark Fletcher's had an incredible camp. Don Chaney, coming back from his injury, has had a really, really good camp. There's a lot of positive vibes there for him. And Chris Johnson, who's one of the two fastest players on the team. And somebody sent me uh, something going on on social media I think it was Harold that might have said this about Johnson that, you know, they need to race one like they need to do a head to head race. So we as fans can actually know who the faster guy is, because Chris Johnson was setting high school track records, state of Florida records left and right last year. Tyler Harrell has been clocked running a 4.24 in the 40-yard dash, which is insane speed. I'm not sure what Johnson's 40 time is, but his 100 and 200-meter times are state records. So I've got to see the two of those guys run against one another and really see what's going on there. Um, so Cristobal and actually all three coaches who spoke today, Mario, Shannon Dawson, the offensive coordinator, and Lance Guidry, they all said that, yeah, there are going to be throughout this season, including Friday, I'm sure, several true freshmen on this team who are ready to play and play a lot. This is a special true freshman class, the, these 2023 guys. Now, these coaches didn't name a lot of names because I don't think they like to really single guys out when they do these press conferences. But those who listen to Locked on Canes on the regular, you know who to, who to expect, guys who are true freshmen who I think are going to play a lot this year. Francis Maui Noah, who's going to be the starter at right tackle. Um, he's been the starter at that position going back to spring. Reuben Bain, if he doesn't start, he's going to be on the field a ton. And I think that Bain, who naturally lines up uh, at defensive end, can also play in the interior and maybe in pass rushing situations. That's a good way to use him, like on obvious passing downs, third downs. Mark Fletcher, the running back, is going to play a ton this year. Damari Brown, he's fighting for a starting spot at cornerback. Ray Ray Joseph is going to get on the field at slot receiver. Riley Williams, the tight end, I believe, can get on the field a lot this year. Linebackers like Popo Aguirre and Malik Bryant and Samson Okunlola on the offensive line. Players like, if I left anybody out, 
let me know. Shame on me. But th those are the true freshmen. Uh, maybe I can even include a couple more linebackers because Bobby Washington and Marcellus Pulliam have had really good fall camps as well. So a lot of these true freshmen, I believe, are going to have opportunities to get on the field. Maybe Tommy Kinsler as well, Big Bruno the offensive lineman. We still have so much more to talk about, uh, including insights on the opponent, what to expect from Miami, Ohio this Friday. Cristobal spoke about it. Dawson Gidry spoke about it. So we're only getting started, man. Tyler Van Dyke is good to go. I'm also completely healthy in case anyone was wondering. Not a bruise on my entire body. I am ready to go this Friday. We are only getting started. You want to keep it locked right here to Locked on Canes. It is time now for your Game Changer of the Week, brought to you by Athletic Brewing Company. We got to give the crown to Tyler Van Dyke. I mean, now that we know TVD is good to go, Van Dyke has a chip on his shoulder this year. He's got a new offense. He's got new weapons. He's got a revamped offensive line. Remember when TVD just two seasons ago was turning freaking heads as a redshirt freshman starter the second half of the year for Miami. I believe TVD can return to that 2021 form and become even better now as a junior. And that journey for him is going to start this weekend. So Miami's starting quarterback, Tyler Van Dyke, game changer of the week. Guys, Athletic Brewing Company, my friends. Athletic Brewing has completely changed the non-alcoholic beer game. They make non-alcoholic beers that actually taste good, full flavor and well-crafted, just like a full-strength beer. No hangovers ever, which is nice. You can find Athletic in-store, online, and at bars around the country. Guys, you have to try this. It tastes excellent. They are the fastest-growing non-alcoholic brewery in the U.S., so get on board and find out why. They taste so good, guys. You can find Athletic Brewing Company's non-alcoholic brews at a store near you or buy online at athleticbrewing.com. First-time customers can use our code Locked On to get 15% off your first online order. That's code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N at checkout. Locked on for $15 off, for 15% off at athleticbrewing.com. Athletic Brewing Company, fit for all times. Thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. For the everydayers, you know we're going to keep you busy throughout the week. Brian Smith, our recruiting expert, is going to join us tomorrow. We'll surely touch on this with Brian. We're also going to touch on this on tonight's episode. How close was Miami to landing David Stone on Saturday night? Miami did land Zaquan Patterson. They went one for two. <laughs> they almost went two for two on Saturday. And I know a lot of folks are wondering, hey, what happens next with Stone? Is it possible Miami might be able to pull off a flip? I'll give you my take on that in a little bit. Uh, here's what Mario Cristobal had to say about Miami, Ohio, and just how competitive of a team this has been. He says, an interesting stat that we found out about them, in their past 50 games, they've actually led in the game at some point in time or another in 45 out of their past 50 games. So Miami, Ohio is not a team that's getting run off the field, not a team that's getting blown out. 45 of their past 50 games, they've led for at least parts of those games. He says they find a way to create opportunities and they take advantage of them offensively. They've shown to be a very dangerous offense with two different styles of quarterbacks and a very big physical offensive line. And yeah, usually when you talk about O-lines in places like Ohio, a lot of corn up there. I don't know. I don't know if there is corn in Ohio, but they're not far from Iowa where all the corn comes from in Nebraska. So he says a lot of respect for our opponent and certainly looking forward to the opportunity of playing against them. So Lance Guidry 
talked about Miami, Ohio, uh, specifically on their quarterback, Brett Gabbert. Now, Brett Gabbert, he was set up for this by whoever asked him the question, because in, in Miami, Ohio's weekly press conference, he was asked, oh, so Brett, where's the real Miami? Is it, you know, Miami, Florida, which is an international worldwide destination, or is the real Miami in <laughs> Oxford? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is, I can't even say this with a straight face. Or is the real Miami in Oxford, Ohio, <laughs> where Miami, Ohio is located? And of course, Brett Gabbard said, yeah. The real Miami is right here in Oxford, Ohio. I mean, okay. Uh, I, I don't know if you need any bulletin board material, uh, but if you wanted it, you got it. So, you know, that's uh, Brett Gabbert, who's the the younger brother of Blaine Gabbert. Um, so Lance Guidry, and he did have high praise for for Brett Gabbert, who's, who's a good player. He's a good quarterback. Uh, Guidry said he is a competitor. He is what I would call a gym rat. He really runs the show. He doesn't throw a lot of bad passes, and he will tuck the ball and run. He is a general, Lance Guidry said. And, you know, Miami, Ohio, um, Mario Cristobal also talked about just what an experienced team they are. You know, we talked about this within the last few days on Locked on Canes that I think 17 out of their top 22 defensive players, two deep guys from last year, 17 out of 22 are back from last year. Offensively, seven out of 11 starters from last year are returning, so – you can't sleep on this team. Huh? They've got a top 20 defense. They've got a sneaky good offense. You know, if you don't take this game seriously, then you know, we're, we're going to have a whole whole bag of things to talk about uh, in our post-game episodes after that one. But, you know, Miami, Ohio is not a team you can sleep on, all right? You know, something uh, I asked Shannon Dawson about today, uh, the offensive coordinator, because you remember when Dawson spoke to the media a few weeks ago after Miami's first scrimmage, he talked about how the passing game, it was still, they were still working on getting everything in sync, right? It wasn't any really issue with the receivers or the way the quarterbacks were throwing. It was just the timing, getting the timing down, getting the sync correct. Uh, that was a few weeks ago. So I asked Dawson, like, how that's going. And he was really, um, really upbeat about it, saying that they are progressing really well in that regard. Mario Cristobal told me the same thing, by the way, and that. They're really building nice chemistry between the quarterbacks and the receivers, and you conclude the tight ends in that conversation as well. And, yeah, we know Miami has talent there. We know they're well-coached at receiver because Kevin Beard is, you know, he's done an incredible job everywhere he's gone, including his previous stint at Miami. And the time he played at Miami, of course, he was always a coach on the field. I think Beard is doing an excellent job with that group. And as far as the quarterback side of it, we've talked about this, the importance of your quarterback coach also being your offensive coordinator. Shannon Dawson is both of those things. And I think that's going to go over very, very well for Miami of Florida. I got to be specific when I when I talk about Miami. You got to know I'm talking about our Miami, the real Miami, the international destination, not Oxford, Ohio. There's only one real Miami, all right? Oh, man. So, all right. We'll talk a little recruiting on the other side. Doesn't really matter how close you are at this point. You did miss out on David Stone, but how close were the Hurricanes? And where do you turn next to defensive tackle? You want to keep it locked right here, my friends, to Locked On Canes. Guys, if you're looking for tickets to big-time sporting events and concerts, especially if you need those at the last minute, you got to keep it locked to game time. 
I know trying to find last minute tickets can be stressful. Are you getting a good deal? Can I find a better deal somewhere else? Believe me, you're getting the best deal at game time. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Uh, they have very well-priced tickets for Miami versus Miami this weekend. I've seen them as low as $4, my friends. And you can get images of your seat views, your lowest price guarantee. So how that works is, guys, the game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less somewhere else, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. That is a guarantee. Buy those tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you are all set. Snag the tickets without the stress at game time. Download the game time app, create an account, and use code locked on college for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code. Locked on college for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. We are available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube. And for the everydayers, if you want to take your everydayer experience to the next level, sign up for our exclusive SMS texting community through subtext. I include a link in the show description below. Guys, you get text message updates directly from my phone to yours. Show previews, breaking news, recruiting scoops, practice reviews, one-on-ones. You can ask me questions on there. We uh, we have a lot of fun in there. So try it free for two weeks with the link in the show description below. And if you like it and you want to opt in after two weeks, no pressure. But if you like it, you can opt in for $4.99 a month. And we give you a lot of added value on there. Um, I gotta say, man, uh, watching David Stone's announcement at halftime of the IMG game, it, it was one of the most bizarre things ever. All right. So we had been hearing some positive buzz for the Miami hurricanes throughout the week, possibly landing the five-star defensive tackle from IMG Academy, Oklahoma had also been getting a lot of positive buzz, and and rightfully so. And I know Michigan State was also in the mix, but it really came down to OU versus Miami at the end of it. And you want to talk about a decision going down to the wire? David Stone admitted he was going to reach for the Miami hat. He was going to reach for the Miami hat, and he decided to reach for the OU hat. And listen – You're going to win some. You're going to lose some. Miami's won some big recruiting battles in this cycle. I know that they haven't won enough at defensive tackle. So this is an area that's becoming a sore spot for us. But I do want these young men to follow their hearts at the end of the day. And David Stone's heart is in Norman, Oklahoma right now. That's very clear. So Stone said this uh, to 24-7 Sports after his announcement where he did put on the Sooners hat. I can't lie. Up until like 3 o'clock when uh, Sooners defensive tackles coach Todd Bates called me, it was Miami. I already had the edit made, he said. My family was all for it. I had a conversation with my mom, and I asked her, is it okay if I want to come back home, home being Oklahoma for him? She didn't really want me to come back home, and I was fine making the sacrifice for her. And if it's not okay, me coming home, I won't do it. The conversation came down to she wanted me to be happy and make my own decision. And this is a big choice for me. And I took her words to heart and went with my gut. I feel like I made the right decision. So he, he admitted he was 
He had said it. He was about to reach for the Miami hat. And it looked like he was about to reach for the Miami hat. And some of Stoney's relatives, because he had the whole extended family right behind him, some of Stoney's relatives were wearing orange and green and holding Miami banners. So <laughs> that's how close it came for the Hurricanes. Uh, you know, a lot of people are asking me, Dono, if Miami was this close, we're going to flip him, right? Like, we're going to flip Stone if we have a good season. Um, guys, uh, with, just based on the way he described his thought process, I hope I'm wrong, but I say you're probably not going to flip him. In fact, I would go the opposite way. I think if he had put on the Miami hat on Saturday, Oklahoma would have the better chance of flipping him because something Miami clearly did because Stone confirmed it. Miami won over his family. <laughs> and we talked about that late last week that I, I believed and I was right that the University of Miami had won over David Stone's family and they had won over Stone's mother. I just wasn't sure if they'd won over Stone himself. And apparently they hadn't. Apparently Stone grew up a Sooners fan. His heart has been in Oklahoma. So, you know, he even said it. I wanted to be a little selfish, even though the family wanted me to, to get out of town and go to Miami. Um, you know, he made the decision closest to his heart. And for that reason, I don't know if that decision is going to change. So Miami's not going to stop recruiting him. Like, I'm I'm not telling Cristobal to give up because he will not. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I think our, our best chance might be maybe even to flip one of the other guys, uh, one of the other targets who's committed elsewhere or the next man up in terms of uncommitted defensive tackles is LJ McCray out of mainland high school in Daytona beach. He's a high level four star. Um, I, I was told by someone pretty close to the recruiting situation a couple months ago that Miami's coaches actually feel like LJ McCray has more potential, more unreached so far potential than any of the five stars like Justin Scott, Kamari and Franklin, David Stone. Like the, obviously th those guys are, are better right now in high school. That's why they're five stars and McCray is a four star. They feel like LJ McCray has more potential than any of those guys. Uh, so they've had him very high up on their board. Now, that's going to be a fight. LJ has talked about possibly announcing a commitment in October. Okay, so you've got a couple months. and Maybe you get five or six games, hopefully good, not bad in the books before he makes an announcement. Uh, you're going to be fighting with the Florida Gators for him because you know the Gators tend to do well recruiting that part of the state. Another player we're kind of – watching is uh is zay mincy uh so zay mincy lj mccray who go to that same high school miami is trying to land them both uh so this is where the hurricanes you know don't stop recruiting david stone they won't i'm sure they haven't stopped recruiting kamari and franklin either but uh the next guy that you're really going to be putting your resources into recruiting is lj mccray and hopefully this time you don't come in second <laughs> like we've done a few times for defensive tackles all right, I want to shout out a couple of new five-star reviews that you guys have left us on Apple Podcasts. I like to shout those out when I, I still haven't figured out how to pull up the Android reviews. I'm working on it. I need like someone with like computer tech experience because I'm an iPhone guy. I don't know how to I don't know how to pull those up, the Android reviews. We've gotten a couple new five stars. If you send us a five-star review, we will shout those out. We get one from Twisted Genius87, who says I love the fact that you are honest with fans who listen. Keep informing us Canes fans here in Columbia, South Carolina, and go Canes. He says nine and three season incoming. I hope you're right. In fact, I hope you're not right because I hope it's 10 and two. It's 11 and one. What 12 and oh, let's do whatever we can. Uh, all right, we get we get one from uh, GA Kane 89. I love all the out of state Canes fans. You guys rock no matter what part of the country you're from. 
We appreciate you. He says, yo, Alex, thanks for everything you do. I listen in every day and I love the show. As a proud member of the North Georgia Canes, I didn't even know that was a thing. Uh, I cannot wait for this season to kick off. I'll be down in Miami for the Canes versus AM game. When it comes to recruiting, nothing surprises me anymore. Nothing matters till pen meets paper. Ever since that DB who will remain unnamed. Remember that guy last year? We don't talk about him anymore. Uh, I try not to get too high on these kids who change their minds every few hours. Question, he says, who wins at an arm wrestling match? You or Coach Coop? Um, if we had a rap battle, I know Coach Coop would kick my butt. Because <laughs> he is. Uh, he put out he put out his diss track for Miami, Ohio. And it's it's beautiful. It's it's really, really entertaining. Um, I don't know, man. Um, I, I know I've got some pounds on him. Like Coach Coop is an athletic guy, but compared to me, and you know, I've 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 lost like 50 pounds over the last two years, but I've still got some size on Coach Coop. So if that translates into my arm wrestling skills i think i could take him i think i could rap battle no 40 yard dash probably not arm wrestling i might have something for him huge shout out to everyone who makes locked on canes your first listen thank you so much to the everydayers uh so we have a busy week uh we're going to talk to malik rozier later this week by the way former miami hurricane starting quarterback we're going to be talking with brian smith talk some recruiting tomorrow so we will chat with you next time on another episode of Locked on Canes. We are part of the awesome Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.